Have you ever noticed that the lower jaw is not protected in sports? Did you know that 10,800 concussions will happen today? This has been an upward trend for the past 50 years. I'm Dr. Michael Hutchison, a practicing neuromuscular dentist. When my son wanted to participate in football and rugby, I was afraid he was going to get a concussion. That fear led me to finding the missing link to reducing concussions. The fact is, the only part of the skull that is not protected in sports is the lower jaw. If you want to drastically reduce concussions, there are three basic jaw positions that affect concussions and two of them are not good. The correct one is called physiologic jaw position. It will dissipate the force away from the brain. Knowing that, I designed an appliance that put my son's jaw in the right place and as a result, he was concussion-free from fifth grade all the way to senior year. This job position takes those 10,800 concussions today down to 28. It's the key to concussion protection. As a parent, this is what you need to know. It's extremely important that the device you are using is on the lower jaw. Thickness of the device is important. Most importantly, it must position and hold you in your own unique personal physiologic jaw position. So if your child goes out on the field with the correct jaw position, your son or daughter will not one of those 10,800 concussions today. Get yours today at powerplusmouthguard.com. Use the promo code POWERUP2023 for 10% off. Thanks for listening to the Pigskin Tales podcast. This story was written and produced by your host, Ross Bliley, edited by Nikki Bliley. You can follow me on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find the podcast on multiple music streaming providers such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by Row One. Row One is an online vintage sports memorabilia gallery and shop. They have over 5,200 items to choose from. Plus, if you sign up today, you'll get 15% off your purchase just by using the promo code SHN15. Thrive Fantasy is a new sponsor of the show. Thrive Fantasy is a fantasy sports and esports fan dream. It's a little more complicated than traditional fantasy sports, but it's much more fun and more competitive. If you sign up at sportshistorynetwork.com backslash thrive today, you'll automatically get your first deposit matched 100% guaranteed, up to $100 for all new users. Check it out at sportshistorynetwork backslash thrive. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, subscribe to the show at patreon.com backslash pigskintales. Once there, you can sign up to become a member. There are five donation tiers to choose from. Choose from a $3 donation up to a $35 donation. When you donate, you get discounted vintage products from Row 1. Your donation on Patreon helps me to buy newer equipment to make the podcast even better. Would you help a struggling podcaster out? This podcast is also part of the Sports History Network. There, you'll find 23 sports history podcasts to browse. If you really love sports, check us out at sportshistorynetwork.com. As a conversation starter, 
you can email me questions or leave feedback of the show at pigskintailspodcast at gmail.com. The soundtrack is provided by Kevin McLeod of filmmusic.io. Last time on the Pigskin Tales podcast, the Galloping Ghost, also known as Red Grange, announced to the public on November 21st, 1925, that he had made a deal to play professional football for the Chicago Bears with the help of sports promoter C.C. Pyle and Chicago Bears owner, general manager, and head coach George Hallis. The deal was that Grange would get 50% of the gate ticket sales while Pyle and Hallis would split the other 50%. Those ticket sales would make Red about $100,000 in total salary. When I googled how much $100,000 in 1925 was equal to in today's dollars, I found out that the inflation rate at that time was 2.9%. The dollar amount came out to be about $1.5 million in today's money. This time on the Pigskin Tales podcast, Red begins to play for the Bears three days after he signed his big contract. So get comfy, grab a drink, and thanks for listening to the Pigskin Tales Podcast. After Grange announced his intention to sign with the Chicago Bears, there were many people, including Bob Zubke, who tried to convince him that playing football professionally will ruin his public image. Here are author Ira Morton, Grange historian Joel Morton, and Keith Jackson, a former college football analyst, talking about how Grange's signing with the Bears impacted the sports world in 1925. Zucky, his coach, tried to talk him out of it. He said, if you're thinking of turning pro, right, it's the worst thing you can do. It'll ruin your image. I looked at him and he said, uh, you coach for money, why would it be wrong to play for money? Red was very honest, saying, you know, this is a chance to make some money. And all these people who are telling me not to make this money, when people no longer care about me, where are they going to be? His reaction was, uh, you don't know my needs. I don't need your damn permission, so get out of my face. According to Mr. Morton, it was on November 22, 1925, that Red Grange formally hires C.C. Pyle as his NFL agent and signed a three-year contract that made him one of the most famous and highest-paid professional athletes of his time. To this day, he's the only player in college and NFL history to have played in both college and pro football in the same calendar year. Starting the next season, the NFL enacted a rule called the Red Grange Rule that collegiate players cannot play in both college and pro football in the same calendar year. I think it's because it becomes too much football for the athletes and the risk of getting injured is too high. 
the contract drafted by Pyle and agreed upon by Hallis and Grange not only paid Grange 50% of all paid admission tickets, but also required him to participate in a barnstorming tour in December for 10 games. Later, the team would do another tour in January of 1926. Since Grange's announcement of turning pro after beating Ohio State a week before Thanksgiving in 1925 was so epic, there were many other clubs interested in signing the star running back. According to author John Carroll of the Pro Football Researchers Association, whom wrote in Volume 3 of the Coffin Corner publication in 1981, the Rochester Jeffersons made a last-ditch effort to sign Grange for $5,000 per game but could not seal the deal. According to the newspaper The Morning News in Wilmington, Delaware, it was reported that the New York Giants offered Red a $40,000 deal to play three games. The rumor was quickly shut down by the team's owner, Tim Mara, explaining that the league limits the amount of money paid to a player as well as tampering with an agreement while a player is in college. Meaning, pro teams were not allowed to sign players away from college. So how did C.C. Pyle get Red to sign with the Bears? The answer is, very carefully without the league knowing until it was over. I have to stop the story here so that I can talk about my new sponsors, Row One Brand and Thrive Fantasy. At the Sports History Network, we're all about the sports yesteryear, and so we're pleased to introduce you to Row One, an online memorabilia gallery and shop that brings sports history to life. The Row One gallery features over 5,200 gorgeously reproduced prints of team posters, game program covers, game tickets, and advertisements in baseball, pro and college football, pro and college basketball, and more. Any gallery item may be printed in a variety of sizes on wood, metal, canvas, acrylic, or poster paper. It's your choice! In the Row 1 shop, you can pick from thousands of unique items that feature retro and historical backgrounds dating back to 1876. We have everything from clothing to phone cases to mugs, even shower curtains. Go to sportshistorynetwork.com backslash row1 for access to the full Row 1 catalog. When you buy from the gallery today, you can instantly save 15% on your purchase. All you have to do is enter the code SHN15 and your discount will be applied. That's SHN15. That's it. Simple. Save 15% off all your prints in the Row 1 gallery. Just go to sportshistorynetwork.com backslash row one. And don't forget to check out all the podcasts on the Sports History Network. Soundtrack provided by Kevin McLeod of filmmusic.io. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this football season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. 
choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over $140,000 guaranteed in prizes for the NFL in week one. Thrive's featured contest is $20 to enter and first place takes home a cool 20k. When you sign up today, use the promo code SHN and you'll get a 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. If you go through the Sports History Network website, sportshistorynetwork.com thrive, you don't even need to enter the promo code. You automatically get the deposit bonus. Download the Thrive Fantasy app on the App Store or Play Store now. You can play online at thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Soundtrack provided by Kevin McLeod of filmmusic.io. On Thanksgiving Day 1925, after only three days of padded practice with his new team, Red Grange suited up for his first NFL game. This was going to be the start of a 10-game barnstorming tour that was part of the contract he signed with Pyle and Hallis. At Cubs Park in Chicago, 40,000 fans paid to watch Grange take on the crosstown rival Cardinals. Before Grange started for the Bears, Hallis had to teach him his wing T offense. This was really a minor change to the way Red played, but I think it helped him become an even better running back because he had better blocking. The offense Red ran under Coach Zubke at Illinois was the single wing formation. At some point during the game, Red was hit in the face and was welcomed to the NFL by getting a black eye. After the game, Red told reporters when asked how it went for him, he said, I never played against a more expert team of football players. I don't remember how I got the black eye, but I never saw a bit of intentional roughness, and I enjoyed my first professional game immensely. I did my best, but was able to practice with the team only a few days. According to the newspaper The Morning Call in Allentown, Pennsylvania, dated for November 27, 1925, Grange ended the game with 92 rushing yards and an interception. In the end, the game was tied at zero. A few days later, on Sunday, November 29th, the Bears played against the Columbus Tigers in front of about 30,000 fans at Cubs Park. Grange wowed the crowd by throwing his first pro touchdown pass and rushing for 171 yards in a 14-7 win. According to ProFootballReference.com, in the seven games that Red played beginning on Thanksgiving Day, the Bears' record was three wins, three losses, and a tie. Overall, that season, the Bears were 9-5-3, good for seventh place in the league. Author John Carroll of the Coffin Corner made a note in his article titled 
The Impact of Red Grange on Pro Football in 1925, Volume 20, Issue 2, published in 1998, that Grange and the Bears played three exhibition games in St. Louis, Washington, and Pittsburgh. The results of the 10-game barnstorming tour were five wins, four losses, and one tie. After the 10-game barnstorming tour for the Bears was over on December 13, 1925, it was about a week later that Mr. Grange attended a University of Illinois football banquet. During Coach Zupke's speech, he criticized Grange for making the decision to go pro. Grange was so shocked to hear this, he decided to get up and leave the banquet without saying goodbye to anyone. In my opinion, I think that Grange made the right choice to leave without saying anything because if he did say something, he would have lost all respect from his teammates, not just his coach. Plus, there could have been a fight that broke out, and then, what if he gets hurt in the process? His football career could be over. So, I think he made the right choice to just get up and leave. An interesting fact to note here is that during the game at the Polo Grounds in New York, where the Bears played the Giants in front of 70,000 fans, Red was hit in the right arm. It began to swell. He went to the team's doctor and asked for his medical opinion. Despite the advice of the doctor, he attempted to play the next game against the Providence Steamroller. The pain became too overwhelming for Grange. During one fourth down play, he let the punt go over his head. Palace got upset and decided to bench Grange. The Bears lost 9-6. After the benching, most fans in the stands that came to watch Grange booed. According to Red Grange's autobiography, written by Ira Morton, published in 1993, Red said, I was booed for the first time in my football career in the Boston game. It made me aware of something I had never thought of before that the public's attitude towards a professional football player is quite different from the manner in which they view a college gritter. A pro's performance is evaluated much more critically, and he is less likely to be forgiven when a mistake is made. A pro must deliver, or else. After the Providence game, it was reported in the Boston Globe on December 10, 1925, Grange hired a personal doctor named E.B. Cooley to oversee his football health. In the next game at Pittsburgh, despite all the injured players on the Bears, there were only 10 healthy men available for the game. According to author Ira Morton, Former All-American Bo McMillan visited the Bears before the game and advised Grange not to play after seeing his arm. This forced Hallis to choose two other players to make an 11-man squad, George Trafton and Andy Lockshaw. At the end of the first quarter, Grange couldn't take sitting on the bench anymore. Hallis and Grange discussed his injury and if he could even play. 
Grange went onto the field for one play. He attempted to block for Johnny Moorhart and the results were disappointing. According to the newspaper, the Montgomery Advisor, dated for December 11, 1925, he ended up tearing a ligament and suffering a broken blood vessel in his upper right arm. He was advised to sit out of football for two to four weeks. Thanks for listening to the Pigskin Tales podcast. This story will continue in the next episode. This story was written and produced by your host, Ross Bliley, edited by Nikki Bliley. You can follow me on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find the podcast on multiple music streaming providers such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by Row One. Row One is an online vintage sports memorabilia gallery and shop. They have over 5,200 items to choose from. Plus, if you sign up today, you'll get 15% off your purchase just by using the promo code SHN15. Thrive Fantasy is a new sponsor of the show. Thrive Fantasy is a fantasy sports and esports fan dream. It's a little more complicated than traditional fantasy sports, but it's more fun and more competitive. You can learn more at thrivefantasy.com or download the app for free in the App Store or Google Play Store. If you sign up at sportshistorynetwork.com backslash thrive today, you'll automatically get your first deposit matched 100% guaranteed, up to $100 for all new users. Check it out at sportshistorynetwork backslash thrive. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, Subscribe to the show at patreon.com backslash pigskintales. Once there, you can sign up to become a member. There are five donation tiers to choose from. Choose from a $3 donation up to a $35 donation. When you donate, you get discounted vintage products from Row 1. Your donation on Patreon helps me buy newer equipment to make the podcast even better. Would you help a struggling podcaster out? This podcast is also part of the Sports History Network. There, you'll find 23 sports history podcasts to browse. If you really love sports, check us out at sportshistorynetwork.com. As a conversation starter, you can email me questions or leave feedback of the show at pigskintailspodcast at gmail.com. The soundtrack is provided by Kevin McLeod of filmmusic.io. Sources of information were found on the web at newspapers.com, profootballreference.com, YouTube, authors John Carroll, Ira Morton, Red Grange historians Joel Morton and Charlie Finn, college football analyst Keith Jackson, and books authored by Gary Andrew Poole and Chris Willis. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. 
Do you wish you knew more about the 100 seasons of the NFL? You're in luck because you found the Football History Dude Podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. From the founding of the league in an auto showroom, all the way to what it is today, America's favorite sport and a behemoth of an industry. My name is Ernie Chapman. Football is my passion, and I want you to come along with me each week to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board, my DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.